0: Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strucker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal, on my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce, totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me, you like, you get to know me, you try me on, you feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers and influencers, into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for reals, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of catiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and this podcast, as you know, it's all about influencers, tastemakers, Bravo celebrity, celebrities. And right now, I almost feel like he is a Bravo celebrity because he knows that he's definitely a Bravo expert, Danny Pellegrino, <laughs> a, a historian. Finally, <laughs> a
1: historian. I know. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. We've been I talking know. about it. It's finally all happening Hey boy hey Hey girl hey uh, I know it's
0: a, it's a weird moniker But it's my little weird thing I do <laughs> No I love it oh, Hey girl I hey I love it um, Oh my gosh hi
1: <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad we're finally getting to chat and about think, Bravo and all things. But I'm just excited to see you and chat.
0: Okay, so i I was well, how long ago were we supposed to meet up, you and I? Like,
1: I? It was a few months ago, and then I thought it was my fault, and you. Said I thought it was my it was fault. Your fault. I, I think everything's my fault. I do too. And I think I'm everyone a, hates me. Wait, what are you? I'm a Libra. What are you? I'm a
0: Pisces. I don't know a lot about <laughs> astrology. Do you also know about astrology? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should know more. But I do feel like I, I'm always apologizing, and I feel like that's a Libra quality.
0: Oh, my God. samey! So we're going to get along very well. Yeah. We'll just always apologize to each other. It's
1: just us saying sorry back and forth. And
0: then yeah. do you get, like, secretly mad at people or not at all? Because you're always so worried that you're, like, flaking out, that you have, like, no expectations.
1: Oh, see, I never get mad at people. I get mad at – I more mad at myself. Like, I, I turn it around, and I'm like – if somebody could be mad at me, but I'm just more mad at myself. So my
0: God, we're going to be best friends. Yes. And also very,
1: (laughs) yes, because I really
0: like your apartment.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. for coming.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having (laughs) us. Okay. So we have lots to talk about, uh, your podcast, obviously. Bravo. Yes. Lohan.
1: Yes. I'm covering Lohan right now. I'm just wrapping up Lohan, but I've been covering it the full season and it is a maze of mystery. (laughs) It makes no sense. I've had some of the people from the show on my show to try to (gasps) explain explain it still not clear <laughs> <laughs> still no one knows what their job is no one knows the layout of this resort it's very confusing lindsay is a mystery oh. in and of herself
0: she really is just oh so special. Yeah,
1: but I'm totally fascinated by it. I mean, we're on like episode 10 and it says on the screen every week like what day we're on. And it said like day 20 last week. And I was like, we're only on fucking day 20.
0: How? How long are we <laughs> supposed to be there for?
1: I don't know. It's, the season Taylor, the it is so, It's the summer, but then there's also an unclear nature of like whether or not this cast is going to continue on with Lindsay. And like throughout the season, she's like, I'm going to see who's going to continue on. And it's like, it makes no sense.
0: So it's like a janky wannabe Vanderpump.
1: It's a wannabe van, almost, I'm, I wouldn't even say it's a pump. It's like, that was how it was advertised, but that's not what it is. It's okay. like a totally different thing that people didn't know each other going in. And then they try that's... to, sh- they shoehorn Lindsay in. But I will say like, I'm, I'm talking about it, but it's, it is a mystery, but it's a fun mystery to try to figure out. It's like watching Lost. Like, I feel like I'm trying to...
0: <laughs> What's the black
1: smoke? Lindsay? It, Lindsay's the black smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm certain she has a black lung, too, because she's got that smoker's oh voice.
0: Oh, my God, right?
1: <laughs> but I love her. I love watching her, and it's so fun to try to figure it all out, but...
0: Would you be excited to interview her, or would you almost be like, I simply can't, and I shan't?
1: You know, I, I would do it. I would do it. I would couldn't it. say no. I couldn't say no, but I don't know that it's... Would she's you not like on the top it? of my. I would regret it. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know that she would like me.
0: Well, that's my (laughs) biggest fear, too, is that like I. So there's two people who I'm obsessed with who I think I never want to interview because I think I would be so. Actually, let's make it three. So definitely Lindsay Lohan. I think that I would be so she would be so bitchy and cold Mm -hmm. and I'd be so devastated. Um, Britney Spears because she's just dead on the inside and then I think my newest addition is going to be Ariana Grande because I think she would also deeply hate me and it would just Oh,
1: why Ariana kill my hate soul. You?
0: I don't know. I think I've heard so many accounts of how because I'm obsessed with her. I sure. stand her. I am a fucking fan. She I think is just um, I think she's really bitchy. I've heard from a couple of people who I consider very reliable and fair sources, and they're like, "You wow. don't want to meet her. You don't."
1: Wow, Bethany. Wow, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think I would love to interview Brittany. I've I've only heard wonderful things about Brittany that people who have worked with her. I know she has, you know, her her stuff, but I've always heard she's just like the sweetest person. Like knowing really? people who have worked with her on like different projects and she stuff like that. Person to dances. Yeah, everyone just well, everyone just said she's like southern sweet, like in the nicest way. So, you know when I
0: believe that. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I don't think she has a mean bone in her body. I don't, you know, she has her troubles, but I think she's, like, a sweet person.
0: And then Lindsay. and I, But
1: I would love to, wouldn't you love to talk to Brittany? but, like, to actually get, like, the, the I tea just, of it all? I
0: think that she would give you nothing. She
1: would give you nothing. And I know, that would yes. be frustrating. That would be frustrating. But,
0: and then Ariana, are you a fan? Or just, eh? Oh, I
1: love Ariana, yeah. But I, w- I yeah, I would, I like her. I, I don't, I didn't ever pick up on, like, a bitchy vibe out of her, but. I yeah. know
0: I I haven't either from what, her Instagram
1: <laughs> Wait, you're talking and literally you're talking about Ariana and the only thing I'm thinking about in my head is this article I read this morning which was about Frankie Grande like broke up with his thruple <laughs> like, he was in a thruple I, I know and I really dislike Frankie Grande.
0: I think he but feels like a thirst monster it
1: just feels he's a lot he's a, I don't know him at all and whatever but it, he's a lot but that's all I'm picturing is this headline I read in my head was like Frankie moves on from his thruple ready to find two more or so Something like that it was like the most <laughs> crazy. The funniest headline it was from like of course a gay publication gay.com I think it was or out.com uh-huh. something like that but it was just made me laugh so hard and that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so aside from um you covering Lohan you obviously yes. are like you are like the Bravo expert. I so we were supposed to meet a few months ago we didn't. we both forgive each other and we're both very sorry. Moved on. Um and In the interim, I have become obsessed with your um, Instagram. I force feed my girlfriend Uh your Instagram on a daily basis. So thank you very much. And she now is also a huge fan. You make me fucking laugh out loud so hard. Uh You're... Our your Lady Gaga one you did with "Where Do You Think you Going, Girl," and it was the uh, fucking Panera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're, the, yeah, they're getting the getting the soft drink or something like that. Yeah,
0: when you have a water cup at right. at, at Chipotle yes, and you fill Chipotle. it up with Sprite, and the person that works Chipotle. It says, where the fuck do you think you're going, girl?
1: Let me tell you something. Lady Gaga's (laughs) fun. I I do a lot of memes, a lot of mostly Bravo, but then also like some other. I like a lady pop culture, like an actress, singer, whatever. But Lady Gaga gives great meme material because she's almost like always playing a character. Always. And so even just when she's just being herself in like interviews, she's still a weird character. And so it's just great for memes because it's always a little bit. More elevated, and I don't even know if "elevated" the right word, but a little more out there than just like a typical person. So, like when she was doing that whole award show circuit, it was fun because anyone else in the award show circuit wouldn't be this like s- that as serious as she was. But she was so serious, and I think because she was playing a role yep. of a like an actress giving awards,
0: yeah, of of a of a soon to be Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. That was the role she gave herself,
1: yeah award season <laughs> she cast herself
0: <laughs> and she was brilliant
1: <laughs> she was great in it she really was. She cast herself in it and she did well
0: what do you think about the whole her bradley irena unfollow on instagram debacle
1: you know i would be if i was bradley's wife I would have been just pissed, and I know like people say, oh, they're acting, and they probably were acting the shit out of it. But I was still been fucking pissed. I'm a jealous person. I me would have been like, so jealous the whole time I was watching that Oscar performance.
0: I said to my girlfriend, one word to describe what just happened, and I said, if I were one of them, mm-hmm. and she looked at me and said. Murder,
1: murder, hundred percent murder.
0: Yes, I mean, so if Irina's upset, I feel her. Oh
1: yeah, I totally get it. I would have been so upset watching that. I was upset watching, and I wasn't even Irina. I was like, <laughs> I was like, they're doing too much. It's too close.
0: I know, and the forehead at the end.
1: Forehead, and she like kind of went in for a kiss, and then and backed up. And, yeah, it was. I think it was a performance art piece, but it doesn't. I don't fucking care. There's no reason they needed to perform art that piece. Like it was an award show performance.
0: Exactly. They didn't
1: need to be in character.
0: I agree. If
1: I was the wife, I'd be like, Bradley, get out of fucking character because this isn't <laughs> the movie. We're not filming it. Right? <laughs> as a movie.
0: Do you think Gaga's batshit crazy in love with Bradley? Or I don't. Ac- no,
1: I. I actually don't. I think she. I think she's playing this part. I think this all of this whole award show season is this beautiful part and this beautiful role and she's doing a great job of it but i don't actually know that deep down there's like more feelings than maybe admiration for her director and like you know peer or whatever
0: so i want to talk about do you you know i i think she's in love with him i really do i do i do i do i do i do and i actually kind of I ship them. I want them to be together. And sorry, Irina. Like, I like if, if he left Irina, <laughs> I'd be like, "Son of a bitch!" But then I'd be like, "Go to Gaga." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would, I would feel empathy for Irina in her plight, and I would like have her back as a woman and a feminist. Mm. But as a fan of actual love, I am so here for Gaga and Bradley. And I just like, I, I need it to happen.
1: They have chemistry. They do. You know, I've I told the story on my podcast, but I saw Stars Born like opening weekend, but uh leah michelle was seated in front of me yes and so i didn't really watch the movie because i was just busy watching leah michelle watch the movie
0: and how did she watch it <laughs> she
1: seemed to enjoy it but i all i could think about did was she like cry?
0: how often did she, she cried
1: but yes, yeah, she cried but i was thinking
0: like a lot or like a little uh, like i couldn't like, it was hard to tell to be,
1: to be honest it was hard to tell we were in one of those seats where it's like i shouldn't be telling this story Leah, <laughs> Lea, i love you <laughs> But it was in one of those theaters where it was like uh, the reclining seats. You oh, know? oh, the like IPEC. The,
0: oh, the, oh, you mean the first class movie theater? Very first class. Yeah, yeah. very. It was my pod. birthday, so it was a special occasion. Yes,
1: but she was seated like diagonal in front And so I was just busy watching the whole time and so I missed a lot of what was on screen but I kept thinking like this is like her this could have been her role <laughs> right? like that could have been in it's some sort of sliding door universe like Leah Michelle was the star of that movie and I know that she was thinking that the whole movie because I was thinking that the whole movie <laughs> did
0: you read the jealousy on her face yes 100%. on a scale of one to ten how jealous did her face look from that angle
1: let me tell you something there's a lot of these scenes in A Star Is Born where Bradley and Lady Gaga are talking about Lady Gaga's nose and her profile, yep, and Leah Michelle, of course, has been very vocal about that, her nose and her profile. she's done interviews and stuff like that. So I just imagined all of those scenes, Leah Michelle being like, "That's me, like that could have been me, that should have been me." <laughs> I don't know, so I don't have any idea what happened in a movie *A Star Is Born*. You're like
0: to be quite honest, I did not see the movie, <laughs> but I was there for it and I heard it. <laughs> let, me t- let
1: me tell you, watching uh, Leah Michelle watching the movie was five stars. <laughs> 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 Two thumbs up. It was great entertainment.
0: So your podcast is called Everything Iconic. Yes. yes. So it's,
1: it's mostly Bravo. I am I do like recaps. I'm recapping Real Houses in New York and Vanderpump Rules right now. Oh, we're going to get to that. As well as The Lohan Show. And then I do pop culture interviews. So I have people from all sorts of pop culture, usually ladies. And I've had I just had Beverly D'Angelo, who was like Ellen Griswold in the Vacation movies, like an older actress. Oh, you do a
0: lot of nostalgia. A
1: lot of nostalgia. I love to talk to an older actress or like someone from our past or like, you know. I love that. I I love all sorts of pop culture. And I do these, uh, randomly I do these episodes called Pop Dives, which are, you know, about a random old pop culture thing. Um, So I cover all things pop culture, but. Mostly so, Bravo.
0: Let's bring it all the way back to the beginning. Danny Pellegrino, you were born Danny Pellegrino. Oh
1: my God, we're going really far. <laughs> <of you.
0: laughs> um, first most important question: Does your family own Pellegrino water? No, no. I know. I wish. I'm out of here. I just gave you. A,
1: <laughs> I just gave you a water. If I. If oh, that, it's
0: fucking Fiji. Can you imagine? You're not, like <laughs> you're like I rebel against my family every day of my life.
1: Fuck you. No, no. I wish it was. I wish I was part. It's, Do you no.
0: like Pellegrino water?
1: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you love it? I don't. I. Yeah. You're um, different. I'm different to like it. We I all are to our family. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> different to it. It's like, it's fine. It's good. People always think it's related, though. And I wish I was sometimes. You albeit, should lie. Well, I think they. it's not even lying. I think they are like distant, distant. But it's like not anywhere close to where I'm getting free water. Anything.
0: It's kind of like when my grandmother told us that we were related to Zachary Taylor, the 12th president. Oh, I only know that because she said we were related to him. So obviously I did my due diligence. And then on her deathbed, Muffner, that was the name she made us call her. Um, I was destined to be a lesbian. Um, Muffner said... I think I lied about Zachary Taylor. My name is Taylor, and my brother's name is Zachary. So you do the fucking math, Danny. I was, I was just thinking.
1: I was just thinking in my head, like, I wonder if she's related to uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But it's like that would a stupid thing to think because Taylor's his middle name. You know what? I'm dumb.
0: I you are not dumb. You're brilliant because I actually didn't meet Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who was my first crush.
1: Who's wasn't he?
0: But my crush before that actually was my cousin. So yeah. Oh, okay. That's
1: something. Wait. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's rewind.
0: <laughs> he, I almost got pulled into an undertow in the ocean. Wow! My cousin saved me. He metaphorical
1: was metaphorical undertow too. Because <laughs> that would have been a whole situation.
0: And he saved me, and so obviously I was like, um, "Damsel in distress, you are my prince charming." And my mom was like, "Do you have a crush on? I don't know what his name is. We don't talk anymore." interesting he ignored me no my mom was like "You." Know, how old were you at I was like six or seven okay, okay and he okay. was like 10 or 11 and he was creeped out by that because he knew better and my mom was like you're not allowed to like him yeah is that a power ranger on your desk oh
1: yeah you're in my <laughs> office right now and I have toys everywhere I have that's a that's a pink power ranger yeah i knew it I that's know, my little
0: sister's favorite kimberly it, it
1: needs to be cleaned up in here but i do have toys everywhere What's i'm a the little power ranger i just love i mean i love pop culture so i have look i have golden girls stuff up there batman Darkwing duck I, i'm like obsessed with i have muppets
0: oh my god i
1: have lots of little pop culture things i and, love this room i, want I need to a clean it's, it's a big mess right no, now No, it's, it's fantastic um, but yeah i love any sort of little pop culture things toys
0: i, I get it i love my cousins
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> taylor we need we to talk our, about it we have our things so wait taylor then you moved on to jonathan taylor thomas so i moved
0: on to jtt and had a massive crush and then years later i was at this is gonna floor you i was at um topanga um wow. daniel Fischel's wedding first oh my god wedding what with my ex-husband we call him husband okay i know brain explosion There's stop a
1: lot. stop i need to slow down for a <laughs> second i'm getting overwhelmed wait so her danielle official's first wedding who from the boy meets world cast was there all of them the whole like matthew well, lawrence was matthew lawrence there
0: okay i was very intoxicated okay um but i know that um curly head was there
1: sure Corey matthew
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm very respectful. know him well <laughs> Corey um i think um eric old, old dude was there
1: uh, the, oh, the, he dead? No, he's still alive. He's still alive. He was just on the reboot or spinoff or whatever. Oh thank God. Um Mr. Willie, Willie, Mr. Feeny, Feeny. William William Mr. Feeney, but William Free I can't think of his last name. I'm
0: so time. impressed we even knew his first name. And then Jonathan Taylor Thomas was there.
1: Wow. And I Oh would, my god, what kind of how big was this wedding?
0: Clearly it was big because I was invited. It was like downtown LA, like like a big like event space. And what a wedding
1: i wish i was at this wedding i mean the boy meets world and jonathan taylor thomas were there was there anyone else there that i would be impressed with from our past no was jennifer Love hewitt there like <laughs> who else was there
0: no that was it but uh yeah blast in the past so crazy so jtt and that was my crush and then uh yeah that was that so wait
1: let me ask you were you more when you were a kid were you into jtt or Devin sawa more
0: uh JTT because I don't know who Devin Sawa is okay
1: okay who's Devin Sawa Devin Sawa's the guy do you ever see Casper with Christina Ricci that's who I thought I had a crush on but I really had a crush on Devin Sawa (laughs) but I feel that I get that Devin Sawa was like Casper turned into Devin Sawa at the end and he was like a really cute and I remember just being like I was like in love with him, but I thought I was in love with Christina Ricci
0: um, and you were so definitely not I'm a big guy. So I'm a big guy. <laughs> so speaking of, okay. So spoiler you, alert. So you're born not to the Pellegrino family, but a distant relative of. <laughs> yeah. And Maybe we don't know for sure. <laughs> when did you? W- when did you want to be in the entertainment biz or like entertainment adjacent?
1: You know, I've just always loved pop culture. I remember being a kid, and I grew up in Ohio, and Solon, Ohio, which is like a small town outside of Cleveland. And I remember just I, I was obsessed with like renting movies and and watching as much as I could. I go to I,
0: Blockbuster.
1: You You know, there was this hometown video place called Video for All and they would have dollar rentals. So like after maybe like six or eight months, the new releases would go on like the dollar rental, you know, shelf. And I remember going, saving up all my money and renting as many. I think they had like a five movie limit you could rent at a time. And so I would go, I would save up like five bucks you know, from chores or working, whatever. And I, my, it was right next to the grocery store. So my mom would go to the grocery shopping and then I would go in the movie store and just, I would go through there for hours. I could spend hours in the video store. Like it was my favorite thing. And when you walked in, there was a sheet where you can it it said the release dates of all the movies and I'd highlight the ones I wanted to see. Like I would take the sheet, go home and highlight. And then when they went to Dollar Rentals, I'd go and rent them. And I would just watch as many as I could. And I was obsessed with like celebrity. And I I remember getting the newspaper and like grabbing the entertainment section like as a young kid. So I just always loved that. And then as I got older, I started performing and doing like sketch comedy in college and like that kind of thing and, Uh and some hosting and and that stuff and in college I like interviewed celebrities when they would come on campus and you know it was, they would it was, come on campus? yeah you know like not good celebrities but <laughs> <laughs> like I ones? mean like the same ones I interview on my show it's still like <laughs> It's like you know reality stars. I remember real worlds. Real worlders uh, would come to campus and do like you know they would do college tours and stuff like that. So when they would come to campus, although there was one time where Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker's from Ohio and she like had visited and that she is was, the realest celebrity in my world. But she didn't. I didn't interview her so much as like we had an opportunity to like throw a microphone in her face and she said something like I don't know. It's like hello shoes. or something. Yeah. yeah. It was you know uh, so. Yeah, and then and then I worked on this show, and I don't. This is probably neither here nor there, but I worked on this sketch show in college called Fridays Live, which was like Saturday Night Live, but for college. You know, it was local access, and uh-huh. so I did sketch and writing and stuff for that. And so, yeah, I've always just loved pop culture. And
0: then when when did you move to L.A.?
1: So after co- I graduated college early, like I was determined to graduate like early, like, 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 like like not like super early, not no 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 like I, like a less You're than like, a year early. Like that's it was all... like three years or something. I did college in three years.
0: That's impressive. My ex boyfriend had to do it in like six and a half. Well, there you go.
1: <laughs> I was like determined but at the time I was in the closet and I like knew I wanted to get oh. out of I wanted to get out of Ohio to like go to it. a city. So I moved to Chicago and in Chicago I I studied at Second City and I like Wow. I did some like um I like dinner theater there i was in tony and tina's wedding and i like did all that stuff so i was there for two years and then i moved to la like almost i don't know nine years ago or almost nine years something like that a while ago
0: so going back to the gay thing Mm -hmm. so when did you like first have an inclination that's like that's actually that's something that i I cover more and more on this podcast and i don't even necessarily mean to but um you know there's a lot of us gays in the entertainment industry and i also think it's like i feel like coming out stories are... I mean, straight people don't get that shit.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, And it's
0: so fascinating. It's so interesting. And it's really... It's hard.
1: Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, it was hard when I saw Ryan Phillippe in Cruel Intentions. That was when I was first hard and that was when I realized... <laughs> <laughs> That's when, <laughs> that's when maybe a light bulb went off for me. What age was that? I don't know. when. What I had like teenage years, but I was still very confused. And then in college, just
0: like you thought you had a crush on Christina Ritchie. Exactly.
1: You? Yeah. It was just like, I was confused. And then I remember, uh, it, and I dated girls too. Even throughout college, I, I, I had dated this one girl seriously. Are you a golden then, gay or no? No, and then I'm not,
0: and that means for those of you who are not gay, golden gays are gays who have never slept with somebody of the opposite to sex.
1: Right? Yeah, I was, I was in a relationship with a, woman, a girl, and then I when I moved to Chicago like short right when I got there I think I think I knew I would go to Chicago and it would give me this sort of sounds stupid but the strength to come out or whatever totally but I moved there and then shortly after I was there I started to get comfortable with the gay thing because I was I was seeing gay people around me for the first time where it was like more than one or two people it was like a city of gay people
0: so that was the motivation kind of to get out of like small town Ohio college right was to get to the big city and be able to be free
1: just all I could think about was like I needed to get to a big city and I convinced myself it was because of the entertainment industry aspect which I'm not saying it wasn't you know at all Mm -hmm. I did want to get around opportunities and that kind of thing but I think subconsciously it was like get around gay people so that you're strong enough to to come out and and so that you can see an example that it's okay to be gay because I didn't see that when I was growing up
0: how did did your ex-girlfriend take the news
1: I mean it was like I, I say it wasn't like we were like married or engaged or something we just broke up because you know I broke up it was like a it wasn't working I you know we said it wasn't working but really it was probably because I was gay I was like you know so, I, am, I did don't you even like know like? she took out. Did it. you
0: even like tell her? Because people ask me, I was no. like, like, how'd you tell your ex husband? I was like, he's my ex husband. Fuck him. I'm not going to fucking tell him. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this... Did you call
0: up your ex and be like, I'm with someone new? <laughs> Straight people. As far as I'm, I'm concerned,
1: I kind of feel like once you move on from someone, like, what's do you really, I don't need to keep in touch with anyone that I've moved on from. You yeah, know? unless
0: you have like children together.
1: Exactly. If there's children or family situation. But uh, I mean, I don't know. That girl, we just broke up. Yeah, that and I girl. Never, I never saw her. <laughs> You know, it was like and it wasn't a, a three year thing. It was like a an eight month thing or something. So it wasn't oh, it was like a little yeah, yeah, a little thing.
0: So then and so down in LA for uh nine years.
1: Almost I somewhere around there, maybe it's maybe it's less than that. I don't know, somewhere around there. You love it here? Yeah, I like it here. Yeah. It took me a while to feel settled and now yeah, I was just telling my boyfriend, I was like, I it feels like within the last year, I've sort of accepted that like I'm living here, like I'm. This yeah. is home, not you know. I still have my family back in Ohio, but I feel like this is my gr- grounds now. Or you feel time.
0: like you're an LA person, like I I live here. This is my hometown. I'm from here.
1: Right, right, and I mean up until this point, I mean I, you just came into my apartment, but I recently moved in here, and I mean up until this point, I lived in like the shittiest shitholes, so I never really felt like I was too settled. Got you and this is not Not that this is i'm not this is not like you know some pal- Mahal. palace or something <laughs> but it, it's more feels like a home and now when i buy furniture i'm like okay i'm gonna buy something for good and not just like some sh- cheap shit for my shitty apartment does that make sense
0: um yes i'm looking around and i'm very very jealous in new york city we live in fucking boxes
1: well new york is i mean new york is <sighs> everything's a box in new york
0: have you thought of moving there ever or no
1: yeah i mean when i was in chicago I had I had thought I would maybe go to New York, like I talked about it, but uh, ultimately I hated the cold in Chicago. And I Ugh. think it was just because when I was in Chicago, it was like I was so poor and I was taking the public transportation everywhere. I remember like waiting for the train and I would have to wear long underwear underneath my <laughs> work pants, I yeah. was like temping. And I, it was like my job started at 6 a.m. and I would have to wear the long johns underneath the pants to go into the office and wait for the train for like, you know, however long it took. Because the it's all above ground trains there. The L, right? Yeah. And the wind is so bad. And it was like 5.30 in the morning. I'd be so cold. And then I get to the office and it'd be so hot in there. And I have to go in the bathroom, take off the underwear, <laughs> put the pants back on. And I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I had one of my very best friends. He lived out here in L.A. So, like, I had a connection here. So, it was like, oh, okay, I can live with him while I find a place and and figure it out. And so that it it just was an easier place for me to move than new york
0: i'm so jealous i wish i wish my family was like out here or i had like some like tangible reason to not have to be in fucking new york where it's so cold tell me the the three things you like the best about la and the three things you dislike the most about living in la because i'm trying to convince my girlfriend to come out here and she is adamantly a no really yeah
1: yeah i'll tell you something the weather for me is the number one i i'm someone who suffers from anxiety and depression and so i Really love the sunlight. It's really helpful to me. Totally, like I need to be able to get outside just because otherwise I get in a really dark place. So it's like I need the sunlight. That's most important for me. I love also that you can get healthy food all the time, which you probably can't in New York. You can, but like I
0: also I I I opt for post-mating Taco (laughs) Bell.
1: I do too, by the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a very LA thing. I know, which does not really (laughs) match up with like all the LA isms, but (laughs) alas, Taco Bell seems to be a thing.
1: Yeah, and I like um. I like that. I think the people get a bad rap here. I they think, do. I think I've met so many wonderful people and there's people from everywhere here. Similarly, similarly to New York. Yeah. And so I love the people here. You just got to find the right people. I've had good friends and bad friends everywhere I've lived. And that's so true. And so I think the, the people that I know and that I'm close with here are great and wonderful. Three worst. Three worst. Uh, I think maybe this I'm only thinking about like health and fitness now but m- mm. maybe there's like an extra pressure to work out all the time because uh. everyone else is so it's like this weird like oh I, should I be going hiking right now Yeah, like everyone the fuck I know, hikes I hike no <laughs> Taylor I love it but it's only because I'm depressed
0: you have to explain this to me everyone's only- always like um, I'm like the only time I liked hiking when I was in high school and I wanted to smoke weed
1: <laughs> you can do that you can, <laughs> you can do that
0: I was like mom I'm going for a hike she's like you fucking love hiking
1: okay and <laughs> no
0: I love smoking pot with my boyfriend and dry humping
1: and let's <laughs> and let's back up and add that to the list because smoking weed is a wonderful thing about out here you can totally it. it's so easy to get weed and you could have it whenever you want it's so it's so convenient so convenient and yeah you can hike and smoke weed if you want but <laughs> i so one
0: want oh wait one is the exercising that's bad
1: yeah it's bad and good it's like a bad good but yeah yeah
0: because then it makes you fucking work out
1: Exactly. And then also, I think there's like a, a career pressure all the time here because everyone in the, is in the industry. So it's like a constant.
0: So we were just, my manager and I, in between, we had a, an appointment and then we came to you, but we had like an hour in between. So we got lunch. We were in West Hollywood. So we went to so house. <laughs> and... Waiting for our fucking car at the valet made me almost barf all over myself.
1: What was going on?
0: Just so much. You know, like it was like everybody's like looksy loose, like looksy, 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 which I'm, I'm used to in New York. Like people do that in New York too. But like we don't have cars to extra judge each other, right. you know? And it's like people pull up, pull up and like the rental, you're like, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like some like guys getting in like in like some sick, like this one guy you could tell he knew it was his car from the fucking engine, you Ugh. know? Like what a douchebag yeah. slash Ooh, he yeah. must be somebody so I felt like that was like a really that that was something I said to my manager you know people always complain about travel in New York City but like I'll take the subway over the Soho house valet line any day of the week
1: oh yeah and I mean traffic here is miserable like miserable. to get a half a mile sometimes it could take three hours <gasps> Like I mean it's like so uh, I, that's I an exaggeration and you but can never get out of walk you just get stuck and it's the most maddening thing because you're just stuck in traffic and you know oh I have you know less than a mile to go but I still have 30 minutes left or something like that it's maddening oh and you just think oh i could get out of here and just go my own but
0: but you can't abandon you can't. your car Yeah, exactly just pull up on the sidewalk i stick
1: to my own little area like i don't go very far
0: yeah i'm, I'm starting to find that through all of my friends in la it's like you just gotta stay in your pocket because you so bad. you have to
1: because you and it's just you have to plan so far in advance like if you do have to go to like santa monica or oh, or somewhere you have to go i do like, not go like, I'm I'm like i like i might
0: i might hurt myself I know. not commit suicide but just you know really scare people a little bit <laughs> there, so, was, <laughs> there was a scene
1: on Vanderpump Rules this season where like the crew had, had to go to Marina and I saw people online saying Marina like, Del Rey is Mar- that what it's th- Marina Del Rey yeah Sheena and Marina but um, <laughs> a lot of people online were like oh it's not that bad I looked it up it's only you know three miles or whatever but it's like people don't understand it's three miles it's so un- such an unpredictable three miles be, like, <sighs> and you have to plan to try to go at 2 p.m. and then like leave at 9 p.m. in order order to avoid traffic like there's no real pocket of time to do it and then even then if you happen to catch one of those perfect hours where you're not in rush hour traffic
0: right a magical moment a if you magical
1: will. moment it's like you just don't know it, it, it might not be a magical moment you might be on your way and then all of a sudden traffic starts or something Ugh. it's just like it's miserable and it's so unpredictable and it's it can be very long of just standstill traffic
0: and three what's the third
1: what's the third uh i don't um
0: exercise traffic
1: exercise traffic oh career and career stuff stuff it's uh, career stuff is stressful i and i was just like everyone's
0: in the industry but like but also, there's... You know what I said to Matt, my manager, and maybe you can agree or disagree with this, but I was like, it's like high school because it's like everybody's competing for the same shit and there's only so many spots. Whereas like New York, there's a huge celebrity entertainment component, mm-hmm. but there's also like different types of it, like Broadway, news, and then there's like, um, you know, finance, lawyers, doctors. I feel like there's so much... And everyone commingles mm-hmm. at like the top tier. But like if in this world, you're either in or you're out, mm-hmm. right? Or no?
1: Oh yeah, I was just... Do you know who Heather McMahon is? She's a brilliant um, Instagrammer. I yeah. love She's Heather so McMahon. Yeah. I
0: actually got sh- wasted at uh, Jackie O Problem's wedding. And uh, Heather was at my table. So Heather, I hope uh, Heather, I love you. You are. It's okay if you never want to talk to me again. <laughs> yes. I was a fucking asshole. Uh, not to her. And, oh, not, to, and, and not to her. Side, side. No, my girlfriend and I got into a fight and I was like being like a weepy college girl. It was just like, I was a disaster. I've been there. And like I legit text her the next day and I was like, um sorry <laughs> but yes I love Heather. So she
1: was just she was just on my show when we were talking about this in New York it's like you go to these meetings you go to these meeting work meetings and or auditions or stuff like that castings and it's like they'll let you know right away like you either get to the job they or you don't in mm-hmm. in New York And in LA it's like They just want to do a general Everyone just wants to set up A general meeting And you go and you bullshit For an hour over lunch And then you leave the meeting And they're like We're gonna give you a job Or something Or we're gonna hire you Or whatever And then you wait Six months Nothing comes of it It's like everyone's just Filling up their day With these general meetings here Whereas in New York I feel like it's like They're either calling you in Because they have an opening Or something It's not just like These bullshit general meetings It's like hire me Or don't hire me Like I don't want to waste all my
0: There's a lot of like Ambiguity and limbo here Limbo yeah. yeah I know. I cry at least once every time I come to L.A.
1: Oh, yeah. I cry at least once a day, for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always crying in the shower. Did
0: you cry today yet?
1: Pro- um, not yet. Maybe what do you after think, Will? Probably after you leave. <laughs> God, <laughs> you after leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm an emotional person, so I'm a very sensitive. I'm sure you. at some point I'll be in the shower crying later.
0: <laughs> Why the shower? Cause I, cause I prefer like, it. It's crying on top of you, so you feel like you're one with the shower. Yeah, you can't
1: tell what's tears <laughs> and what's water. <laughs> You know, it's just like, it's always fun to get in the fetal position in the shower and
0: just (laughs) let it all out. I agree. Okay. So uh, how did you start? What did you start first? The podcast or your Instagram account? Hey guys, it's time to take a quick break for one of our sponsors, Noom. I'm psyched about the sponsor, not only for you guys, but for myself as well. It's beginning to, and I know will change my life. So most people who lose weight gain it all back, like me. Why? Because most weight loss plans just tell you what to do while you're on the plan, not after. With Noom, you'll lose the guilt and learn how to develop a new relationship with food. I love that we're talking about guilt here because for me, my relationship with food, guilt is the perfect word to describe it, and until I got involved with Noom, I didn't even realize that that was a thing. There's a lot of psychology with Noom, but they have so much more on the app, but the psychological aspect for me is really pivotal. So if you want different results, you need a different approach. You need to learn, not diet. You need to build new, better habits for you, recognize and change habits blocking your success. So Noom is basically weight loss in the palm of your hand, literally. It's on your phone whenever and wherever you need it. And I also love this. We're all strapped for time, of course. But Noom just asks you to commit 10 minutes a day. That's it for you. So there's a lot that I love about Noom. I love that it's an app, like I said. I love that I can track my steps. I love that I can have a food diary. That's something that I'm very comfortable with and used to. But the thing that I love about Noom that I've never experienced before are my interactions with my goal specialist and other Noom members. I'm going to describe it like this. It's weight loss combined with like therapy, which is my favorite thing in the world. I'm 36 years old. I've had food problems for probably maybe 25 of those years and so i need to learn how to undo those bad habits in order to not only find weight loss but maintain that weight loss and that's where noom comes in noom is designed for results it's out with the old habits and in with the new so sign up for your trial today at noom dot slash taylor what do you have to lose visit noom.com slash taylor to start your trial today again that's noom.com slash taylor start losing weight for good and now back to the podcast
1: uh, I did the Instagram account first, and I was just doing mo- I was doing most uh. like Bravo memes, and I was doing, uh, you know, actresses over fifty kind of memes and <laughs> and and pop stars and stuff like that. And then I just decided to do a podcast and then, you know, because I had a little bit of a following on Instagram, so I was like, maybe this will translate. You've into got a, a
0: really significant following on Instagram. I mean, you just you're you're up 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 every day. I know. I I write down your numbers in my <laughs> little diary, and then yeah, I may a yeah. voodoo doll of you and I stab you. <laughs>
1: no, please don't. No, please don't. That's when why you, I'll be crying later. You're crying now. I know. I'm like, let's
0: put him in the fiddle position and stick him in the shower. Now I know why I do that. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, when I started the podcast, I mean, the, I didn't have that my Instagram following wasn't that that big but it's grown they both sort of grown together do you which think that
0: bad. one has like a, a more uh, positively fit to the other or just they work in tandem together
1: I think they work in tangent you know I get a lot of messages from people that are like oh I finally decided to listen to your podcasts after following you from Instagram or something and 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 they'll like it, or, or, or sometimes they'll message me, and I didn't like it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> well, know. thank you for being You know three how three people back. are, you know.
0: Oh yes, honey. <laughs> they
1: let you know it all.
0: They let you know all their feelings. I think there's a lot of wine involved in those DMs. I know, don't <laughs> you?
1: So, I mean, some of the sometimes the DMs can just be so disconcerting to me. And I love, I love like the nice people are so fun to chat with, you know. And
0: they're so great. And there's then it's a majority, I'm sure, positive over negative. But wait, tell me like the most crazy negative one you got that you were oh. like what?
1: well I tell this story all the time and I don't know if it's that interesting but in my old apartment I had like posted a video where I, I thought I looked really cute like I had a new outfit I like posted on my story I was like get, getting ready to go out or something I thought I looked really good and in the back behind me you can like see the doorway and I lived in a one bedroom apartment and I think I might have mentioned that like somewhere along the way I mentioned either on my Instagram or podcast that I lived in one bedroom and somebody messaged me like you think you look good but you still live in a one bedroom apartment and I was like <laughs> Shook me to my core, Taylor. Like I still think (laughs) about it. Like sometimes I'll wake up in a cold sweat and I'll just like, oh my god, I'll think about that message. (laughs) I just think about it. I'm like, what? You like? You know how something just like hits you? It was yes, like, like
0: it cuts so deep. Yeah. Oh, I was crying that day. You must have looked really good to make somebody that upset to well, have to shade you so hard.
1: I did look really good that
0: day. <laughs> I want to see their apartment. I know. And I live in a studio, so now I'm feeling very bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you there know, aren't even I know, there, there are but, no doors in my apartment. I know, I'm, and I'm like, fuck
1: you. Like, I live in a very expensive city. Like, of course, <laughs> I live in a one bedroom. I live alone in an expensive city. Like, fuck off. But you uh, know how some people just can people can say the meanest things and then sometimes when you write when i'll write back to some people and they'll be like oh i didn't think you'd write back and it's like well (laughs) why did you say such a mean thing to me and i'm so sensitive i'm like way too sensitive for all of it and i get that
0: i feel like you're not a clapper backer because maybe you are sensitive So i'm
1: like apologizing them i'm like sorry i live in i'm sorry i live in a one bedroom i'm trying
0: (laughs) please please i'll do better next year (laughs) no like how do you reply because i always wonder about like people say oh clap back oh block them oh ignore them and i never know quite how to handle it because i'm so intrigued by the mentality of um of i'm sorry they hate when i use this word but uh, the mentality of trolls in general i'm not talking about my specific one, so don't get all bitter bunny i'm just talking in general like there was this article i read and i this i beat this is like a dead horse that i'm beating but it was the stages of trolldom. Somebody like a mm. psychologist broke it down. It was like phase one, like discovery. Like They discover you. They're like, oh my God, Danny Pellegrin has a great account and I'm going to listen to his podcast and he's so great. And they discover you. And then phase two is like, they love you. Oh my God, I love you. You're And then stage three is like ownership. It's like, you're mine. I found you. I love you. I told my friends to listen and you're mine. And like, basically, you're welcome for your career. But they're still loving then stage four is that they realize that they have no control so mm-hmm. like maybe they dm you you never DM them and then their best friend dms you one time and then they get a response back that's gonna like send them off and they're like wait i don't control mm-hmm. this oh i'm mad so then they're pissed right and so then phase five is i hate this and then phase phase six this is the real kicker is i want to destroy mm-hmm. this and i think that that's where they cross over into this like that's when people want to reach out and tell you how horrible you are because right. like I go through all those phases I just never hit destruction
1: oh yeah you mean with other people yeah for yeah. me
0: like I like and I like I can like hate Bethany Frankel and then be like oh my god she's so good for the show yeah. like I, I don't ever get to actually you know what that's a lie I probably made an effort to destroy her which was uh, a futile one um, back in the day. So maybe that's my one trolling experience. I tried to troll Bethany Fankel and I failed miserably.
1: But you know what? You learned your lesson. Yes. Right?
0: But never again. Never. I actually, that's a lie. I also trolled <laughs> Maria Sharapova <laughs> once on Twitter and I felt very bad about it.
1: Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who I've trolled. You know, I, I did get in a feud with Melissa Joan Hart, but it was one-sided. She didn't know about it. <laughs> what <laughs> happened? <laughs> she, she had just reposted someone, a meme of mine and she wrote like, who did this? But, but then... She said, "Who did this?" and didn't credit me. And you know? said, "Me, bitch." But but also she had commented on my original one and liked it, so she knew who did it. Which is I, an she, indication. She took it from my account and like set, you know, and also P.S. had my name on it. But <laughs> so it was a one sided feud, and it, it was more for laughs. But then people thought I was like really few. <laughs> but I was I you know I respect her <laughs> you have to get her on the podcast. I tried I tried oh I tried, she, I tried. Um, she's
0: not coming on because she fucking steals from you yeah well what a bitch I, <laughs> now I hate her I'm gonna control no, go no, no, her no. right now it's no. such a
1: stupid thing I know I, uh, people are gonna be like oh he's still talking about that Melissa Joan Hart I called her Melissa Joan fart for a while but that's neither, <laughs> that's neither here nor there
0: She is Melissa Joan Fart, though, for real. I
1: know. She's like the. I'm
0: not gonna. I'm not gonna be mean because I feel like I'm gonna make you uncomfortable. I want to just. She's like. I don't get why she's so famous.
1: Oh, now we said it, Camille (laughs) Camille Grammer. Now we said it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, so you know, the trolls online, especially. I mean, talking. We talked about Bravo, and I feel like the Bravo ladies lately. I've been noticing the trolls for the housewives have gotten so bad and it's, how have
0: you noticed You're just like following them and seeing what people write well a
1: lot of times because I do post a lot of housewife memes they'll yes. like say they'll comment on mine either as if I'm one of the housewives or or tr- you know giving me their opinion in like the meanest way and and i see like what they say and it's just so disconcerting to can me. can you give
0: me an example
1: oh i mean they've all gotten death threat especially beverly hills right now like they if you look at the online discourse for beverly hills it's like worse than i've ever seen it and actually when i was doing new york recaps last season mm-hmm. there was oh, like bethany carol and Beth- carol yes yes and it was Whose like team are you on I I follow, I don't really. I love Bethany, but I saw a lot of points for Carol made okay, last season. Okay, I'm comfortable
0: with where you're standing. Yes,
1: and I and I always would say like I don't. I want Bethany on TV. I think she makes phenomenal TV, and she's great producing. And she's great in it. Blah blah blah. But it was like I saw some things, and I think you probably feel the same way. You hear things from people either that work for Bravo or yes. work with these women or something like that. So it's hard. You hear things that maybe inform your opinion a little bit, but. I would, you know, in week to week last season, I would change my mind. You know, I would say, oh, well, Carol had points here. I'd say Bethany was right there or whatever. But no matter what I noticed last season with that stuff, it was like either the Bethany fans were coming at me or the Carol ones. I remember it was like people were calling me faggot and like, oh and I was getting, like, there was a couple, it got like really dark. And I'm noticing that kind of similar, no one's called me, a fag- <laughs> no one's called me a faggot for Beverly Hills, but Yet. I'm noticing that discourse and I'm not covering Beverly Hills regularly on my show right now, but I'm noticing that discourse online a little bit of uh-huh. it's so super aggressive.
0: And so super sided. Like we're either team this think or team that.
1: Team this or team that. And I don't like when Bravo edits, edits the episodes like that. And I think mm-hmm. they're doing that this season with Beverly Hills. Not that it's their pro- their fault it's making for wonderfully compelling TV, but it's making people go after different people. And it's just like, it it sucks a little bit of the fun out for me. And I, I think if I were to be off social media, I wouldn't, I'd be able to enjoy the episodes more. Right. But I'm on social media and part of like, all this gig is being on social media and so (sighs) I see a lot of like the darkness and it just bums me out and I wish we could just sell I'm like oh these women are all giving us a great TV show like let's just enjoy it exactly
0: it really is interesting how people I think we live in such a divisive environment right now period end of story Mm -hmm. just like the world we live in and it's weird how it even trickles down to like pop culture like these innocuous shows that are just for our pure pleasure
1: right and it is kind of silly to talk about because there is more divisive stuff going on in like the world at large oh pish
0: posh I don't even want to talk about that but I know
1: but we're talking about Lisa (laughs) Vanderpump and the dog
0: let's talk about Dorit
1: right Dorit and the dog Wait,
0: so full disclosure I have not seen one episode of Beverly Hills because as I told you when I got here I was going to watch and catch up on my way out on my flight out but I was able to jump on a private jet which,
1: which I told you is the most bravo thing you could do
0: <laughs> and so I was I I mean if when the people that own the jet want to talk to you you fucking talk to right. them so I was going to be like excuse me I have to uh, catch up on Beverly Hills <laughs> can Although- we turn on
1: Summer House
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I did not catch up up so that's my excuse is that i was on a private jet good excuse
1: yeah no you shouldn't be watching if i was on private jets i would not well i yeah i would probably not be watching if
0: it was my private jet i would have been watching yeah 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 you're right just to say (laughs) be
1: putting it on the tvs (laughs) um there's so much going on what's going
0: on catch me up as as best you can well
1: so beverly hills like i said it's very divisive and i'm looking forward to it i don't know i don't know something about it's kind of bumming me out this season and i think it is just maybe like the social media aspect of it all but it's i think it's very compelling drama and tv and stuff and so that's going on in New York to start, which New York's my absolute favorite.
0: Oh, it's delicious. Who's your favorite on it?
1: I love as a housewife I love Ramona but she's not my favorite human being like no. I don't think she's like a, a good I always feel like I have to preface like I don't think she's a good human being <laughs> ultimately I think maybe she's not the best human being but I think she's the best to watch on TV
0: you do love her I can tell because you use her a lot for your memes oh, yeah. and and bravo I mean it's just it's pure poetry
1: I think she's the greatest uh, in terms of like what makes a good housewife I think she has it all like she's a little bit delusional a little bit wild she says what's on her mind but, but she never i don't think she's crossed in my opinion she hasn't crossed the line into like too unlikable you know what i'm saying
0: do you think she ever really could or what do you think if she couldn't what's protecting her from that
1: you know i don't know it was like on the premiere this week there's a or this past week there was a scene of her learning how to swim and she's (laughs) flirting she's flirting with this pool instructor and it's just it was so funny to me and it was just like you know, she could be in a scene where she's yelling at someone and being the meanest, rudest human being, but then we see her flirting with this, you know, pool instructor. She and you swim. can't help but laugh and smile. It's it's like wonderful. I like love watching her. But I think all of the New York girls. It's like the most stellar cast of characters. Like every Lou, Bethany, Sonia, Dorinda. Like those are all star casts. Like it, any other franchise would be lucky to have one of them. Right. And this franchise has all of them.
0: My girlfriend is convinced. So she. Doesn't like Bravo. I can't. Wow. I digress. I, we should How break up. <laughs> so, but the one she'll watch. Well, she'll watch Vanderpump because we know the Vanderpump kids. So I think that's just like a fun thing for her. And then she, and it's also fucking great. Yeah. And then she'll watch Housewives of New York because of Ramona specifically. Mm. She, like you, loves her as a character. Yes. And just thinks she's insane. Um, but she actually said she thinks that Real Housewives of New York is the best because they're all pretty much single. Yeah, their kids are adults, and or they don't have kids like Tinsley. Um, and they're literally so overly consumed with one another and their lives because they have no distractions. All the other franchises have distractions, whether it's kids mm-hmm. or husbands or boyfriends. Mm-hmm. They got none of that. It's just yeah. them, them, them.
1: And they show us everything on New York, like this season in the first episode. It's like we're dealing with the aftermath of of Bethany's ex passing away and we're dealing with Lou and her sobriety and going back into rehab and being sued by her kids and and Ramona's you know, we dealt with her divorce and Sonia's bankruptcy. And it's like, she's moving to a new apartment. It's like these very serious issues that we're, we're seeing on screen. And then we also have this wonderful humor and heart of this show. And then also I think on New York, they talk so openly about their sexual lives and, Mm -hmm. and dating. And I think real houses in New York is one of the only thing, only places on TV where you could see women over 50 talking about sex openly and dating and, even on scripted stuff, we don't see that. and I wish we did. I want to see more of that. I wish people would tell the stories of women over 50 because I feel like they're the most interesting stories to tell. They
0: are because especially that generation. So mm-hmm. what are they? They're technically baby boomers, right? Right. So they grew up in a very, they they grew up with, uh, I, I guess they grew up with um, the depression uh, as their parents. So the
1: de- As their parents, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, the, and they grew up in, in the 60s and 70s with Woodstock and, and sexual liberation and then they had to, scale that back with the AIDS crisis and all of the stuff going on in the 80s and the 90s. So, so
0: yeah, despite the fact that they were like flower children, I feel like they were also kind of conservative. They were liberal minded but they lived like kind of conservative lifestyles. I mean, they moved out to the burbs, right? And they raised and their by kids. By the way,
1: I'm acting like I know all of these things. No, we do. I'm, shush, I'm shush, I'm we, do. we do. We sound so fucking <laughs> okay,
0: <go>. um, <laughs> so I like, just
1: want everyone listening to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is he I'm talking about? That's
0: us, by <laughs> And I, but I feel like that they did, they kind of like, I think a lot of women in that generation, whatever franchise housewives you're looking at, they kind of gave up their, a lot of them independence and mm-hmm. to raise kids. And so now we're almost seeing this like resurgence of independence in youth. And they're like, what I didn't get to do, like what I got to do in my young adult life, they never got to do. Right?
1: They were having kids in their twenties and
0: being responsible ish. Right. Or being super sneaky about their, mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever nefarious behavior. But now it's like they're wiling the fuck out.
1: And they're, I'm they're here just, for it. I love it. I think New York is just, to me, the best show on television. I think it's fantastic.
0: Why yeah. do you think Bravo does it better than so many other networks?
1: Well, I think they just have a formula down. And, you know, if you look at something like E, E tries so hard with different reality shows and they never quite get it right. It always is like a little too cheap looking right like i i think bravo does spend money on it like and you could tell their editors are great their camera people are great like i was watching vanderpump rules and there was th- there's shots in it where it's like artistic shots
0: like when they had a gay pride and they were like doing like the it was almost like an 80s sitcom opening
1: right oh yeah yeah like was the editing. i mean there's like they do a lot of and they're doing more and more of it as the shows go on Even Atlanta a couple weeks ago, they kind of played with the form a little bit and did some weird editing. And so I think they they have a formula, but they're not afraid to, like, you know, evolve with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. And they have a good cast of characters. You know, I think some of the other networks will try to cast around already – popular personalities or so, or like celebrities yeah and it's like bravo will make someone a celebrity
0: you're so right you're so fucking right bravo is all about homegrown talent and there's something so authentic and delicious about mm-hmm. that that the audience loves this is because i worked at serious forever and serious is definitely guilty of trying to grab celebrity and make them when they have homegrown talent they should just like foster that
1: right i know i mean i would think that with any network that it's like why aren't you trying to make people talent like, like
0: E's most successful reality show keeping up with the Kardashians homegrown right or even at, at I, something cavalier.
1: I look at some of the E like the red carpet people I'm not saying they're all bad or anything but it's like they should be there should be stars coming the biggest name out of e right now for red carpet coverage was like jason kennedy like he is like the most well-known i'm not saying he's the best right but he's like the most well-known and i'm like well, why aren't you fostering talent instead of having ryan seacrest on all the time like right. make a new star i don't know make a new star or something but maybe they're uh, they're trying maybe but i don't know
0: they try with juliana it just didn't work i sorry i had to slip that in there i don't like her at all
1: yeah, well, now we set up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but all the networks should just try. I mean, with reality shows, like we don't need to see celebrities on a reality show. Sometimes, very rarely does it work. But for the most part, it's like, let's make someone a reality star.
0: Why don't we just uh, all like managers and producers out there just listen to awesome podcasts and make the podcasters who are so clearly talented and self-motivated make <laughs> us the stars? I know.
1: Like put us on a show. We're
0: ready for it.
1: I know. I always thought. Would you be
0: on a reality show about being like in the podcast world?
1: Oh, see, I was thinking like I would love to do a show where it's like a, a, a people's couch is show, but with podcasters. And I don't know. They tried to do the that. They did the guy That's show so with Jerry genius. O'Connell. Which, you know, I love Jerry O'Connell. I, I thought he was great. But, you know, you could tell some of the other people on that weren't Bravo fans. Like, they just casted it. And it's like, just throw people that are doing it. We're doing it already. Like, yeah. we're talking about Bravo. And that's what we love and we're passionate about. It's like, I don't know why there's not some sort of panel show where we're discussing it on TV. Really cheap to make, but who knows? Danny, I'll, I'll
0: sit on the couch with you <laughs> and do it. I mean, that's
1: what I always say. I'm like, well, I gave myself a show. Like, I, made, <laughs> I gave myself a podcast. No one was giving me a show. So I gave myself one. Well, and this is the Everything f- iconic. Download it and subscribe now.
0: Seriously. Danny, I love you so much. I'm so happy we got to do I this. I love you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you
0: so much. And we can apologize to each other all day long.
1: I know. I'm sorry. This didn't, I'm so sorry. If this didn't go well. I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry
0: if you think I'm annoying.
1: <laughs> no, I love you.
0: Oh, my God. I love you too. I love you. And
1: you have to come on my show. <gasps> See,
0: Please this do. is podcast etiquette 101 thank well you.
1: P.S. I was also like g- going to ask you to oh, do my show you. but I was like oh we can't do two in one day because I get crazy and also <laughs> I didn't want to bug you I was like we <laughs> will we'll, totally we'll schedule do another time. We'll, I totally will we'll schedule another we'll do next time you're in L.A. you're coming and I'm forcing you
0: one thousand yes. percent I'm in Danny thank you so much for joining me thank you, you please guys... find me on
1: social media at Danny Pellegrino no, <laughs> I'm so annoyed no for real. <laughs> that was so gross I actually I love
0: that you just did that <laughs> because the, like to so put gross. the onus on me because like I mean I follow you so I know how to do it but i like that you just stepped in there and just do it again <laughs> that's
1: what i'm gonna cry about in the shower <laughs> later i <laughs> i'm at danny pellegrino on twitter and instagram and the podcast is called everything iconic
0: and it's so good the podcast is so fucking great oh, your I fucking instagram you. i'm so i find you so hugely entertaining i oh, love I, it and
1: me to you
0: your meme game is like please sensei teach me I'm it's sweating. so fucking good
1: oh I, I love you I love just, you thank you
0: okay guys uh, thank you so much for joining us and yeah we'll be back with a new podcast episode next week make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast make sure to share it with your friends and family make sure to review it that always helps even if you reviewed it before just fucking so review it again um, and yeah if you like what you heard here and you want more of Taylor Strecker subscribe to my daily talk radio show it's live you can call in uh, it's called the Taylor Strecker Show and you can subscribe on my website TaylorStrecker.com. bye girl bye Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. And listen live or on demand.